gorgeous? Does that funk have you feeling stuck? Have you questioning your purpose or even yet having you asking if your best years are behind you? Girl, you have zero obligation to stay in that funk. This podcast is for women who want to get the funk out of here, who want to play bigger, ask for more, and step out of mediocrity. Imagine a life filled with lots of energy, excitement, and filled with funk instead of that funk. This is the Unfunk Your Mind podcast. I'm your host, Crystal. Let's go. Hey, girlfriends. It is so great to be with you again. And boy, am I ready to motivate you into intentional living and busting up your funk. So let's get right into it. One of the reasons it seems difficult to shake that funk is because as the saying goes, misery loves company. I believe it's mostly unconscious, but your energy, your attitude starts to bring those around you into your funk frequency. It's like your funk is contagious. Picture you sneezing it all over everyone, sneezing your funk all over the place. Ew. It's like a cold that just keeps getting passed around your household, your friendships, your work environment. It's obvious how this keeps you in that darn funk. But it's time to start breaking up this funk, creating cracks in its foundation. And to do this, we are going to use the boost to be boosted motto. Now I'm guessing if I asked you, you would claim you are great at giving your friends sound advice. Most of the time, you are able to help them see right through their own bullshit. It's true they might be making a mountain out of an anthill most of the time, but this happens to all of us. We all can get stuck or all funked up by many different little funkers. And if you let them or you don't manage them, they can create a lot of drama and a lot of BS. You can relate, right? Depending on the reason or the season, that same funker might be a mountain and in another season, it may be an anthill. An example of a funker, allowing your own excuses to eat at your time or sitting comfortably in your mediocrity despite those whispers that you're capable of more or just walking in your own day-to-day mindless activity. There are a multitude of funkers that you can identify, right? When it's not your own funker, though, you are able to, in most cases, easily identify someone else's funker. It's likely you're looking at it through the lens of objectivity. You aren't really tied as emotionally to their funker as they might be, meaning you're able to just observe their situation. Do not take this superpower for granted. Use this superpower to begin to bust your funk by helping someone else with theirs. And one way to use this superpower This ability to objectively observe their situation, pull out just the facts of it, and giving them space to share without judgment is such a gift. Use this gift on a friend, colleague, peer, spouse, when they come to you and ask you for your advice. This superpower can be cultivated and used to bring out the best in others and keep them from continuously tripping over their funkers. It's like you help them pick up that stone that they keep tripping over. Show them that little funker so they stop tripping over it. See, you get to boost them to be boosted yourself. These boosts have to come from a genuine and authentic place, though. Let's talk about compliments. Complimenting others is a kind act. It can really go a long way to boosting someone else. I know that you know how to give a compliment, but next time, go deeper. For example, if you're a leader or supervisor... Don't just walk up to someone on your team and tell them that they're doing a great job. It's empty. 
Tell them why they're doing a great job. Is it because they took the last project beyond your expectations? Or is it because they're able to come up with lots of great innovative solutions to some old problems? See how that could make a bigger impression than just the old standard, good job today. And there's also that, I like your outfit. But don't just compliment someone's style choice and walk away. Tell them why or what you genuinely like about it. Remove the surface level compliments and get detail. Boost them up. Boost to get boosted. Another way to boost someone is through encouragement. That seems simple. However, there are times this is not always easy for us women. Your natural instinct is want to protect, to shield, to nurture, keep safe. Hence, when a friend or someone tells you about a new idea or something they want to invest in, and you're nervous about this venture, you're nervous for them, your response will likely indicate your own hesitation. Imagine that grimacing face emoji. That's what your response would look like. Like, um, I wouldn't do that, but you go right ahead and do that. Is that really encouragement? Or sometimes there's also the response where you start asking a ton of questions But these questions are usually what is referred to as leading the friend. Or in lawyer speak, leading the witness. You're asking questions that are leading them right into their own self-doubt or hesitation. Likely, though, these were your own doubts or hesitation. I remember my husband and I wanting to buy a house that seemed run down to most. It literally had animals living in it when we went to look at it. And I won't lie. When I say that it looked like it was days away from falling over, I am definitely not lying. You wouldn't believe how many times we were asked, are you sure you want to do that? What do you imagine is the upside in purchasing that place? What they were really saying is, don't do it. But luckily, we turned a deaf ear and went ahead with that purchase. I can't remember one word of encouragement, but funny thing is, this house would be the beginning or the start of developing our real estate portfolio. Don't be that person who leads the witness or who gives the grimace emoji face. You really do not know how it will turn out for them. You do not have a crystal ball into their outcomes. What if they take your hesitation and sit on their dream and you later find out it was an amazing idea because someone else later did the thing? I'm sure that wouldn't sit well on your heart. Instead, be their strongest encouragement. Their list of cons can completely outweigh the pros, but if they feel very strongly about it, remind them it only takes one moment, one thought, one action to do, make great things. Boost to be boosted. Your funk will begin to melt away as you keep boosting this fire. Go ignite and motivate others. You can even boost someone by moving them up on your friends list. This sounds shallow, but stay with me. You know you have those friends that you only snap, text, maybe you you would actually call them like an acquaintance. Regardless, what if you invite one of them on a hike, a bike ride, or just to go have a cup of coffee? Offer to take that friendship to the next level. I believe it was a year and a half ago, I decided to up my friendship with one of my texting friends or an acquaintance, whatever you want to call it. We had kids that played the same sport, and I really enjoyed chatting with her when I saw her at the competitions. It's also true that our work schedules were so opposite, so we always just seemed to be exchanging texts. She would answer when she could, and I was actually content with this relationship too. This went on for a while, though. However, there would become a point where I decided it was time to level up. 
Finally, I texted her and said to clear room in her work schedule because we needed to do a girls weekend. We went away for three days and our friendship went next level. It has blossomed into a great friendship. She is an amazing friend and I am so glad that we moved each other up on the friends list. Our friendship now is unbreakable and actually we are planning our next trip now. Talk about boosting. Developing authentic relationships is one of the best ways to boost someone else and you get the added benefit too of being boosted. Win-win. Yeah, girl. It's popular saying sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. You remember that? Now you may be the one that could give two poops about what someone says about you. And if that's you, catch those words for that someone who can't seem to let them bounce right off them. Stick up for them when they can't stick up for themselves. This particular thing reminds me of a pre-K teacher that my kids had when they were younger. And this teacher would always interrupt a disagreement between two of the kids. And she would let one of the kids know that they can't speak that way to her friend, which was the other student. It was funny to watch even how a kid would shift their words, their actions to be more gentle or kind in their approach once they knew the other kid was her friend. This works on adults too. I've actually tried it. I have interrupted someone yelling at another person at a sporting event, mind you, and told them they can't talk that way to my friend. When you stick up for someone or call them your friend, watch the adults, the other adult, change their approach too. It works in so many cases when there are minor disagreements or scuffles amongst each other. And it also boosts that person that might not be able or come up with the words to say to stick up for themselves. And even when the person isn't present, you can still stick up for them and be their advocate. When you find yourself in the middle of ill words being spoken about someone else, step up on your rock and make it known that that's not your kind of activity. I used to watch this scene play out in the workplace. Leadership questioning a supervisor or middle management about some of the activities of the employees on the team. Now, don't get me wrong. I think it's completely okay that leadership question the activities of employees. But what I don't love is when their direct supervisor or their team lead doesn't answer that question and be their advocate when they aren't there to advocate for themselves. This used to happen a lot with walkers on my team. Like they would literally just take a walk around the building to get some air. Leadership would ask how long some of the employees were going on a walk. Now this was a question really about productivity, but those employees were not there to advocate for themselves. So my response would be, not any longer than the smokers taking their smoke break. When you advocate for somebody or when they're not there, people stop talking about them or stop bringing them up when they realize you always got their back. Now you are getting boosted by doing the boosting. Let's keep going because the more you boost others, the more you get boosted. And that little funker or big funker starts to develop some cracks where light starts to get in. Lastly, the best way to boost someone is to give them your time and attention. And I believe this is an appropriate time to insert and remind you that common sense is not always common practice. This may sound obvious, but think of all the busy in your world. It's easy to try and keep up with it. While you are doing this, you are also trying to do that. This, that, this, that, this, that. And just like that, the this and that, It never ends. 
It can take over without you even realizing that you are thising and thatting and not giving anything or anyone your time and full attention. So many forget this. Not only can giving someone your full attention and your time teach you something new, add to your growth and learning bank, but it can also open your eyes and reveal another person's potential. Can't you think back to many people in your past you see where they're now and you think, yep, that is definitely a perfect fit. They are working in their superpower. Give others your full attention and time because you might just reveal their potential faster and get them on their way sooner. How cool would that be? Boost to be boosted. I see no downside to boosting others from a genuine place. Boosting others can have profound impact on busting your funk. It's a good old-fashioned reap what you sow. And as you boost others, you boost yourself and weaken that funk. Instead of sneezing your funk all over others, you are now making a tapestry full of boosts. That tapestry can be as big as you want it to be too. Can you imagine what that tapestry would look like? Imagine it radiating lots of color, positivity, and authenticity. Let that become your new business card, your tapestry of boosts. Okay, ladies, until next week, keep boosting to be boosted and keep rocking your journey to unfunk your mind. It requires patience, but it's worth living an intentional life designed by you. Okay, you know what time it is. Let's get into action and let's go. This podcast is meant for motivational purposes only. Before you go, Superwoman, I'd love it if you took a little action for me. Like, subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. Also, share the episode with a friend. And as a thank you, hit up my website, unfunkyourmind.com. That's right, unfunkyourmind.com to grab free journal prompts. Okay, ladies, now is the time to go unfunk your mind. Play bigger, ask for more. Open the door to possibility and cancel playing small. So get up and go.